live. Well, hello. If everything is right in the universe, we are live. Thank you for joining us on season two, episode one. Bless you. Bless of you. Calculated risks. Um, as we discussed last time, we're going to uh, try to streamline getting uh, started in the mornings. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys a quick recap of where we were at. Everybody's names and the characters they're playing are under their faces. Uh, hopefully that's all right because it's been a while, so I'm, I'm rusty. Yeah, it looks, looks good to me. I'm checking it on, on Twitch. Beautiful. Um, so when last we met, uh, the party had traveled uh, to, to Stormreach in pursuit of uh, not only a portion of the schema that they've been tracking down since the very beginning of the campaign, but also in uh, pursuit of information on the dread disease that is affecting Anu's family. Um, Kresmar and Gurius went to visit a member of Anu's family uh, named Bowden, who has uh, contracted the disease and then some, and seems to have turned into something of a, a of a rotting sort of possibly undead critter um, that is like a, a plague. Um, brew, basically. He's just, this, this plague is getting worse and worse inside of him. And he's currently uh, under the care of House Jurasco in quarantine. But they were able to find out from that meeting uh, uh, some of Bowden's underworld contacts in the city, which they hope to exploit. Mm -hmm. After returning from said meeting, uh, there was some discussion because as uh, Gorius and, and Kresmar were out, Anu did some research and came to the conclusion that she felt there might be something a little bit more to Kresmar than, than uh, it may have seemed. Um, so she con or he confronted Kresmar, um, and Kresmar, after some initial resistance, uh, went ahead and let the feelings build within him and released his inner dragon. And it was somewhat surprising for some of us. It was a little bit of a surprise for, for several folk, I would say. And so, on that note, as he switched to a draconic form and filled up a large portion of the suite that uh, Anu was staying in, uh, Gorius ran over and slammed the... What's up? Check out the stream a little bit on Twitch. It's yeah. a bit twitchy. Yeah, it's a bit twitchy. I, I thought it was just on my end. Are we having a video Twitch or an audio Twitch? Yeah, video, no. Video looks like. I can't, okay. I can't, I can't tell for the audio. Cause... That's wicked cool. You're really like <laughs> jumping around. I apologize for the video issues. Um, I would assume that there's something going on on Twitch's end because everything I can see looks fine. Um, Whoa, Jesus, yeah. Travis. What I, I do? I'm watching the video now, and I'm, I'm just... It's really kind of trippy. Okay, all right. I'm, yeah. have some friends music over this. Right on. Well, if, if audio is good, we're going to have to just go ahead and go with it, unfortunately, because I think that this is an issue... Uh, based on everything I'm seeing, everything's fine on this end. So there must be a, a Twitch problem. I'll try to troubleshoot after the episode. Sounds, sounds, sounds good. I just checked it. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So uh, enjoy the enjoy the acid trip visuals. As we, I'll try not to do too much of this. 
Oh, Jesus. During the game. <laughs> oh, I just did it. Um, so, yeah, and we'll. Uh, oh, no. People going to be all like, what is going on? So, uh, I'll try to refrain from doing too much of that. But uh, thank you for the heads up. So, Cressmar turned into a draconic form, uh, which filled a large portion of the suite. And that, uh, and Gorius, in reaction to that, sort of climbed over Cressmar's tail and slammed the curtains shut. And that was kind of where we cut to black last season. So now you are because all standing. We are bastards. That's why. You don't, you don't want. You don't want the neighbors seeing that. Right. No, that's probably a bad. No. Probably a bad thing. Um, so yeah, uh, that's where we're gonna pick up. So Cressmar, you're in this um, draconic form. Uh, physically, it feels natural to you. Like you don't feel particularly um, like confused or or uh, disturbed by the movement you're able to relate just fine uh, it doesn't feel like you're in a body you don't belong in or anything uh, and mentally aside from a few flashes that you, you can't quite put your finger on um, you're just you there's no no new information has come into play um, well, except the fact that the chamber or the room is way too small. Right. Yes. I mean, you're uncomfortable because you're sort of like, um, you know, <laughs> like crunched up. Uh, and Gurius, you're effectively like straddling his tail at this point <laughs> with your hands and, on both of the uh, <laughs> curtains. <laughs> and need, need I say, very much alarmed. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's, it's and a... that room is slowly filling with steam. Oh, you're, you're steaming out of your nose? Yeah, and some of the bigger uh, uh, scales on the back of the neck also open back and forth like gills and fish and evacuate steam. Right on. Yeah, so there's a little bit of heat coming off it. The room probably raises a couple degrees in temperature. It's... Uh, yeah. I know he's just pulling out the fan and just fanning himself. <laughs> Staring at Chris Amari, shaking his head. And going like, dude, seriously? Do you mean to tell me I'm the only one who had no idea what's going on? Yeah, pretty much. Would, would you planning to tell me at any time? Well, I was planning to tell you after I told this, this guy here who didn't believe he was a dragon. You can notice Kresemar moving his dragon head. It's sliding over the ceiling and leaving a scorch mark on it. Dude, <laughs> don't, don't burn the room down. We'll get caught. Like... Suddenly he notices something on the floor and he grabs <laughs> the sole remaining bottle of wine. <laughs> and he just and chugs it. Um, as you bring the bottle of wine, like delicately to your lips and it's just like a little just like and it's gone just just the babyest tiniest of sips and the wine is gone you barely register the taste the dread came things back by the way <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm very much confused and i can cast cone of cold somebody tell me what the fuck is going on Huh. Well, 
Long sh story short, Chrysoma is a dragon. No! I've been a dragon that <laughs> all the times we fighting and the thing with the birds on the airship and he's a drag and he's oh he spent all his time drunk. Yeah, he couldn't remember. Remember? Like no memory of this? Well, yeah, but <clears throat> oh would have made things so much easier. Right. You chose the, ro the wrong bad partner on that ship, not my fault. Hey, hey guys, I, I think I drank too much. Uh, uh, I'm going to sleep now. No, no, don't fall asleep just yet. Just try to turn human again so that you don't burn down the entire building if you fart yeah, that'd or be something. Nice. That'd be nice. Not burning down the building would be nice, yeah. Are you going to start trying to like lay down and get comfortable? Yeah, curl up in a bowl like a cat. Okay. Um, he starts to lay down. Uh, his tail sort of swipes. Go ahead and give me a, a deck saving throw if you don't mind. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Do I have to? I'm not sure. No, you're not I... by his tail. No. <laughs> Plus five. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Um, he sort of uh, just trips you. You don't take any damage, but... Um, he trips you and you kind of land on your butt as he swipes his tail through. You feel that behind you, Chris. Oi! Careful! You start to curl up. And uh, as he curls up and closes his eyes, uh, he pretty much like takes in one deep breath and instantly shrinks back down to his human form. Oh, God, thank Ah, okay, so no more fear of Cressamar destroying the entire building. That's that's good news, right? Yeah, but it's probably right? going under all this room. <laughs> <laughs> like all the furniture's probably smashed to matchsticks. There's the scorch marks on the ceiling. We're never getting our security deposit back. <laughs> that's what you're worried about? Fortunately, the bed was shoved to the side and the desk was shoved to the side. Nothing really broke except for the... Scorch marks on the ceiling, so. Maybe the carpet. Maybe what? <laughs> Maybe the carpet. You oh, think yeah. there are carpets in this scene. That's, that's funny. And you have the royal suite, man. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of, of scorching on the carpet, but nothing major. Uh, right. So, what do we do now? Now we hope he doesn't grow bigger overnight, because next time he shifts, if he's bigger, we're screwed. Basically. Oh, yeah. And d he, does he have full control over this? Bless you. Bless you. That's okay. <laughs> From um, off camp. You're famous, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Anu just goes over to Cressamar and shoves him a bit and goes like, hey, yo. Well, I can, can't see I'm sleeping here. Yeah, you can sleep later after we figure out how you turn this dragon thing on and off without destroying everything. What? Why am I naked? Because you were just a dragon like five seconds before. A dragon taking this whole room, like I told you, you're a freaking dragon. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I should look into that. 
Yeah, you think you Maybe. almost tripped poor Gorias here? He gave Chris a mark casually walks up to them till Potter of Pine picks it up, looks disappointedly at it. Yeah, it was kind <laughs> of small for table. you. It was kind of small for you when you were in dragon form. I'm glad to see that you like wine in all your forms, though. Yeah, but uh, this is just a bottle, Sam. I'll bring you another. Okay, if I bring you another bottle of wine, can we talk about this? Hmm. No, I'd rather not. I, I'm, I don't feel too great. What the hell are my clothes? You see the the shards of them. Uh, the the first outfit you were wearing is still on the on the bed and it's somewhat shredded shape. Uh, the stuff that Anu had given you to put on after your first transformation is just shredded all over the floor. I guess I'll just going to need take a blanket to... on the carpet. Yeah, a blanket would work. Here, here, here's a blanket. I'll pull one off the bed and throw it over his shoulders. All right, and you're just laying down on the carpet? Chris, are you just going to lay down right where you're at, or are you going to wrap up with the blanket and walk out? Wrap it around. Okay. Right. So he takes the blanket, wraps himself up in it. How do you get, how do you get room service in this place? <laughs> uh, you just uh, call down for it. There's a there's a intercommy sort of. Uh, I'm going box. to press all the buttons until I talk, can talk to someone. All right. Um, hear a voice <laughs> on the other end. Uh, sounds high pitched. Probably either a child or a gnome. Uh, front desk. How can I be of service? Yeah, could, could I get some room service to the presidential suite, please? Oh, of course, of course, of course. What would you like to eat? Um, wine. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything with that wine? Some cheese, perhaps, or maybe a meal. Yes, you, you know, let's let's have a, a loaf of bread, some cheese, maybe uh, some, if you've got any fresh fruit, that'd be lovely. And about, oh, I don't know, a dozen bottles of wine. <laughs> Various oh. flavors. It, it, it surprised me. <laughs> As you wish. I assume you would like this added to the tab of the room. Yes, please. Excellent. Please click off the... Um, the uh, intercom. I'd like everybody. I would just rearrange the bed while all this is happening. Beautiful. I would like everybody to just make a quick intelligence check. No modifier. Oh God. Uh, no. Just just check your intelligence if you don't mind. Why? Fourteen. Wow, that could have gone much worse. Fourteen. Okay. Thank you. All right, you all sort of um, remember that it's about 20 minutes to high sun or so. Um, oh, the goblins. Right. So if you're still intending on, on attending that meeting, you would need to be heading out very, very shortly. Oh, bugger. Do we still care about that? I... That's a very good question. I mean, last, uh, Gurius was kind of against even going in the first place last time. Yeah, I don't think at this point would care much about some filthy goblins. Well, not particularly, no. 
Mm. I mean, and you do have the uh, you, you do have the contact information uh, to track down um, Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy, yeah. So, if you want to just blow the goblins off, you can do that. That's totally fine. I just thought I would remind you all that that is something that is coming up very soon. I just don't know what to do. I mean, if we blow that meeting for no reason, it might get suspicious. I don't want anyone sniffing around and finding out about Cressamar, especially if he doesn't control this shit very well. <clears throat> well, look, what are they going to do? Come here? <laughs> I mean, we were, we were going to go meet them. They yeah, they, they don't know. Oh, they do know where you're staying, I guess, right? You did tell them where you were staying? Oh, very we probably. We didn't. We didn't. That's why we set the meeting at a different... Right. Oh, right. That's right. And then right. you guys sort of circuited around. So, yeah, Even I mean, they, the... have, they have no way I mean... of tracking you, necessarily. Unless they followed us, then. Right. You didn't see we're them goblins. We have a dragon. Yeah, true. I think we're fine. That's valid. Um... <laughs> Chrysamar remembers how to turn into a dragon. We're safe. I wonder if I can turn into a dragon. <laughs> Sit and try real hard. I mean, it makes it look easy. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm gonna sit in the bed. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross my my legs and lotus, lotus, lotus put my put my hands on my knees and close my eyes really tight. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, and think really, really hard about turning into a dragon. Oh, for fuck's sake, where's that wine? I kind of need it now. About that time, there's a knock at the door. I'll go and open the door. Uh, there's a little gnome. He's got, like, basically looking out from the side of a push cart. Oh, <laughs> hello there. Uh, you were the one that ordered the dozen bottles of wine and some cheese and some fresh fruit and, and various right. yeah that's, that's us a bunch of sides and no real meal here you go <laughs> thank you Pushes. i'll take the push card and close the door it, 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 I'm that gorgeous and say, i don't think you're drunk enough <laughs> okay I'll, I'll tip him or whatever all right you toss him a, a gold piece and i was pretty drunk when it happened i'm not tossing him a gold piece oh, like, a, like a copper no, I can see him more. He, uh, he kind of looks at no, it and looks at you and looks at it and looks at you and then walks off. Oh, that's it. With all, I'm all running low on cash. All our food's getting spit in now, thanks. <laughs> I gave him a silver. What do you want from me? Generosity? <laughs> I will be generous when we actually have more money. Right now, I have none. So, uh, are you drinking? Did you just grab a bottle and start drinking, Cressmar? Uh, no. No, I did. Okay. All right. So you pop a bottle and just start drinking. Good stuff. It's it's high quality. Oh, corks, not screw tops. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how this this D and D Beyond works because I added minus one silver, uh -huh. and it cut out one gold so right. i guess i gave him a gold coin well, indian what it did was it broke out it probably broke down one of your gold into silver um it didn't because i don't have any other it just shows a total currency 
That's weird. Yeah, I would. Ha I should have like more silver now that it updated it, but no. Well, go ahead and type in the nine silver that you would have left after that. See if that. No, just it. just leave it at one gold for him, and it's okay. Okay. Um. So. Speaking of hurting. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. What do you guys? Uh, you uh, you said Garius is grabbing a, a bottle and having a drink. Oh Cresswell, yeah. What are you doing? Hmm. Oh. Can I, hmm. Finding some clothes could be nice. All right, so you yeah. just kind of stand there wrapped up. I'll I'll bring him some more clothes. Cause All right, you give him your second nice. outfit that you've handed over. Yeah, <laughs> please don't rip this to shreds. I know I travel with like a large capsule, but um. I don't have time to go find fashionable clothes while we're in the middle of adventuring. So uh, you get dressed uh, in the second outfit. It takes you probably about that long to uh, finish the bottle of wine if you so choose, Gurius. Um, I guess it matters how much you're planning on drinking. Do I feel like I'm turning into a dragon yet? Nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not at all. I don't so, think it works like that, Curious, the but wine isn't the catalyst. <laughs> I'm glad to see you're conducting experiments with your liver. Curious, I do not want to offend you in any way, but we've seen Cressamar in just large quantities of alcohol, and this is the first time he turned into a dragon. Alcohol is clearly not the catalyst. Stop trying. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mildly buzzed, though. You're That's feeling pretty great. good. You're feeling That's great. Good. We, oh, I'm going oh, to pour wait, myself wait, wait, a wait, wait. I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast minor illusion. Okay. <laughs> Over myself, it must be no longer than a five-foot cube, which is fine. I'm sitting on the bed in lotus position. So I'm going to cast Minor Illusion of to cover myself and put like a little puff of smoke and a pseudo-dragon. <laughs> like a tiny little like... Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine because clearly I need it. It worked! It worked! Look, 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 it worked! Yep. Great. Now go fight the goblins all on your own. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, so, uh, yeah, you the turn into it. will shed one glittering tear. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so, yeah, you've turned into an illusory, uh, well, you've crafted the illusion of a pseudo-dragon around you. Cressmar, you come back in and you're dressed now and you see this pseudo-dragon floating where uh, uh, where Gurius was sitting. However, you also do see like the imprint of Gurius's butt and legs as he's sitting lotus <laughs> position on the bed. I'm just going to down the first glass of wine and say, hey, Cress, look, you have, a, you have your first fan. <laughs> Just glance towards Curious <laughs> for a split second. <laughs> <laughs> you can notice that 
Reservoir looks like he's been having a rough day and he has like dark marks under his eyes. He looks looks rougher looks than usual. Tired. Rougher than usual? Yeah. Yeah, by a bit. Why don't you sit down and eat something, Chris Martin? By that I mean maybe try to eat something during all the drinking. Yeah, I feel like I could go for an entire cow right about now. Have at it. We Visually. can order some proper food, not what Gurias got us. There's a, there's a smorgasbord of sides, um, so you're welcome to dive into that if you so choose. Um, if you wish to order... Yeah, he'll just start wolfing down everything. Right, grabbing everything he can. Starts grabbing like a whole thing of grapes and shove the whole thing in your mouth and you just um and once you start eating you realize how ravenous you really are and he really like manners go out the window propriety goes out the window and he's just shoveling food in his face i just stand there like arching a brow and then goes to press the buttons again and order more food <laughs> very good um, better get better get some potatoes <laughs> can you send me all the potatoes and shards <laughs> um fry them up mash them up put them in a stew yeah there you go so you yeah, no. uh, i'm going to order a few steaks maybe like a roasted little piglet okay you order uh a good, a good size meal um for each of you and uh, they bring it up, they eat, um, or they bring it up, you guys are able to eat. Once you've gotten about halfway through the full meal, Kresmar, you start to slow down to like normal consumption of food and, and things start to get, you start to feel more yourself a little bit. I mean, you still, you know you're exhausted, you need a nap uh, at the very least, but um, you feel more functional at this point. Well, and I presume this is hours after we were supposed to meet the goblins. Uh, it would probably be about an hour and a half after the meeting by the time you guys get to the, you know, by the time he's eaten enough that he feels himself again. I'm going to twitch the curtains to one side, just kind of, so I can peer out and, you know, look for the hordes of dragon hunters. <laughs> coming to kill and or arrest us. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check, if you don't mind. Always with the perception. <laughs> Always. Oh, crit. Beautiful. Uh, so with my lack of perception, but well, plus three, so 23 total. Excellent. Um, now, as you look it's out- a natural 20. Yeah. yeah. As you look out, you see uh, it, Looks like a normal afternoon out on the on the streets of of Stormreach. Uh, the crowd that's moving about seems to be full of what you'd expect. Uh, various citizens just kind of going about their business. Uh, a couple of tradesfolk that are you know hauling their wares from one shop to another, or or uh, just sort of moving about. You see the village chronicler sort of standing at the edge of the street, you know, shouting, Wookstree, Wookstree, read all about it. Giants on the march. 
just kind of off in the off in the corner. And uh, but you do notice a woman, um, sort of standing among the crowd, and she's dressed in a a fairly simple, um, almost like sundress kind of dress. It's all one one piece. There's a simple leather belt that's holding it at the waist. And the dress itself is almost copper in tone, uh, as is her hair, as is her skin. Um, so it, all, there's barely a tonal difference between hair, skin, and, and clothing. Um, and she appears to be looking directly at the window. Well then. Oh shit. And uh, I, there's, I've never seen a person like this before. Uh, not that, no, not that you recall. I mean, you've seen, like, in terms of, like, you don't like recognizing her or in terms of a person of this skin tone. Either. Um, Either. Her skin tone's a bit odd, but it's not outside of what one might expect. You know, particularly if a human spent, if a human of the right skin tone spent enough time out in the sun, they might get this kind of tan. Okay. Um, it would be weird to see her hair that uh, homogenous in color. Um, hmm. So that strikes you as a bit off. Uh, you certainly have not specifically seen this person before now. So I'm torn. Do I acknowledge that I've spotted her? Or do we wait? And when we're out and about, when we... Uh, I can keep an eye out for her, and if she's tailing us, we could, or I could just like wave and make a sort of wave at her, like, hi, I know you're there, and precipitate the encounter. What do you think, team? Jump out the window screaming like a madman. Tempting. Maybe don't take advice from Chris and Margit Tempting. It's definitely a thing that could be done. Um, I think I think that little wave sounds way more. All right, I will make eye contact. Yeah, that that would work. I'll make eye contact and Stu would kind of like a. <laughs> she uh, she smirks and uh, steps forward, and you're certain that you've got a beat on her. Mm -hmm. Like she's not uh, doing anything to sort of uh, dash around or, or be sneaky. But right. you periodically lose her for a few feet. Um, it's almost as if she's moving towards you without crossing intervening space in some places. Ooh. Um, about, that sounds like trouble. Yeah, about 45 yeah. seconds after she leaves your arc of view. Uh -huh. um, there's a knock at the door. So if you guys want to prepare anything in that 45 seconds, like ready a weapon or something, you're welcome to. Uh, Mine are like there, like I can't. Straighten my necktie, twirl my mustache. Um, pull just, down everything. All right. Yeah. I'll just pat my trusty sword and 
kind of get a grip on my cross uh, on my shield wherever I left it. <laughs> we're in my room, right? Yes. We're still in my room. Yeah. yeah, you're still in your room. Um, yeah, so there's a knock on the door. Anu, if you would be so kind. I'm going to turn to you and stare and show you like the shield and everything. Maybe I shouldn't be going, don't you think? All right, I'll open the door. <laughs> right. You walk over and crack the door Reaper open. with the shield. Um, and you see the woman standing there and she smiles and says, uh, is Cressmar here? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I was so sure it was about Cressmar. I don't know. Let me check. Anybody here named Cressimar? Uh, Cressimar, go, go ahead and make a perception check with disadvantage because you are, in fact, inebriated. Covered in mashed potatoes. Right. I can, I can just picture him with his face down. Man. This pot of mashed potatoes, like, pouring gravy <laughs> over the back of his head. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. Uh, you said you had a nine? Yeah. Uh, you recognize her coloring. Uh, you don't see the face. You don't see, uh, you just kind of see like a shoulder and a little bit of the hair poking over the edge. Um, but it's the, she's the exact same color as Alessa's scales. Oh, well, I'll just say, well, having my mouth full with food. Come in, come in, and <laughs> continue wolfing down everything. She uh, looks at you, Gurius, as if she's not willing to step around you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> After you. She walks in. She's She doesn't appear to be armed. She's not carrying anything or wearing anything besides the dress and the belt. Um, she... I mean, would we recognize anything of her energy, her aura? I don't know. Can we... I mean, figure she, out we've met her before? She doesn't seem to have any sort of uh, familiarity to you. Um, and she wants to stick my hand in the mashed potatoes and she, <laughs> offer them to her. She sits down and says, uh, no, no thanks, I ate on my way over. I'm sure it's good. And then I'll stick it in my mouth like a caveman. <laughs> She doesn't seem... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just staring like wide-eyed and mouth hanging open and going like, oh my God, if I ever did that at home, my mother would have killed me. Don't, <laughs> don't let my chuckling fool you. She is very stoic about the whole thing. She says, uh, <laughs> uh, she says, so you've changed. I'm getting a weird feeling she knows way too much. Do you remember anything new? Just going to wipe my mouth with <laughs> the back of my hand with Adam's expensive clothes on. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're so buying me new clothes, Reservoir. Uh, uh, no, no bells ringing. Do you remember me? Dragon. Yes. <laughs> we, we spoke. Oh yeah, I think I remember you now. I sensed you and I knew I had to come. I knew that there would be trouble. 
Um, I'm glad to see you're eating. I'm glad to see your friends are taking care of you. Arnish is going to crash, like drop his freaking sword and shield and just crash in a, in a chair because he's just had too much. She turns to the two of you and she says, I really appreciate you caring for Crestmark. Yeah, we're doing our best. He's not exactly cooperative. He should become more in control of himself as he starts to put things together. Um, will he? Will he grow bigger? That's my only concern. Because if he tears down this place, uh, we're going to be found out. I mean, eventually, but he'll also theoretically start regaining more of his memory and more control over his abilities as time passes. That's... Why are you in storm rage? Um, adventuring. We're looking for that uh, finger magic I was working on before I lost my memories. You hid that for a reason. Yes, but the Kenneth House fractions are killing themselves over it, and we figured it's better for us to get to it than anyone else. Uh, go ahead and make an insight check, everybody. <laughs> 18! Eight. Oh my god. <laughs> Grace? Eight. Eight? All right. Twelve. Uh, Twelve? Okay. Uh, Gurius, you think that, like, this This just must be how dragons are. They're fucking, they talk in riddles. They don't make any goddamn sense. They're just trying to upset you. <laughs> you know, you're really it's not. Like, it's like you read my mind. Right. You're, you're, you're really not picking <laughs> up what she's. half Elven, so he should be used to it. <laughs> right. You're not really picking up what she's putting down. Uh, no. However, uh, Cressmar, you pick up enough to know that she is upset and conflicted. And Anu, you can tell that there's something that she definitely, there's more she wants to share, but she does not feel comfortable sharing. I'm going to just try to catch her eye and say, um, I know we don't seem like the most trustworthy of parties, but I think at this point, it does us disservice to not know what we're getting ourselves into. I think we can just make things way worse than if you choose to tell us what you know. I trust both of you implicitly. I have used my magics to look back on your interactions with Cressmar. I know that I can trust you. That's not my concern. What okay. I am concerned of is how you will react to the responsibilities that this knowledge will attend? Well, to be frank, probably not well, but lately a lot of responsibility decided to fall on our laps. And uh, it's not like we can run away from it. Someone will kill us if we do, so... Uh... That's fair. Chris we Mar don't have a way out of it. Chris, Mar what do you recall about X1? 
well. I recall wiping my memory and hiding out as a human. At least that's what I figured out. But you recall nothing about the incident itself? No, but... Enough to know that we shouldn't let it fall into someone's hands. Especially when the, their intentions are completely uncertain. Well, that's fair. But mostly on principle. I, no one should have that thing. You're right. No one should. The reasoning behind Kresmar's alteration of identity is an incident that the Kenneth House recorded as Incident X1. We've heard of it, we just don't know what it means. That's because Kresmar and his associates in House Kenneth struck every record of its details from their uh, roles. There is no recorded history of what Incident X1 was. Yes, there's a, the only recording is of a ritual to mind blank, everyone. Yes. And the reason being is because X1 was a... I suppose it's a little dramatic to put it this way, but Cress originally classified it as an extinction level event. Oh. Any way to undo the mind blank? There is. I'm not powerful enough to do it, but I really don't think you want to. I might have to. We could go to Arganesson. There are dragons there who could do it. Do I know this place? Uh, you know of it. It's the um, it's the continent that most dragons are native to. says, you'll have an questions to answer that you might not have answers to. The dragons are not going to be terribly fond of the idea of you running around hiding as a human. They've believed you dead. So not a warm, warm welcome for us. Not likely. I know the vague... I know the vague events of Incident X-1. I do not know the details. I'm not sure exactly how it happened. Using, using the schema, Chris, you and House Kaneth altered a species. In doing so, you also altered that species' history and their perception throughout the realm. This is probably going to sound crazy. But prior to Incident X-1, orcs were a peaceful race of druids. Oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not, uh, 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 mm. 
I am suddenly questioning every single one of my life choices. <laughs> Same. Apparently, in an experiment to attempt to erase a mistake that was made by an orcish priest uh, who drew too much power from the plane of fire and caused a village to be burnt, caused a number of uh, innocents to die. It was pure mistake. There was nothing malicious about it. Apparently, in an attempt to rewrite that event, some error happened in the calculation, and you effectively rewrote the orc race and its place in the Draconic Prophecy. Oh, that's quite a bug. Yes. Alina, you have the loudest keyboard in the history of keyboards. Really? I'm sorry. Yep. Um, (laughs) No, you're good. Uh, So, yeah. So it apparently erased or rewrote the orc race. That's what on earth am I wrapped up in? Someone trying to put together a device that can alter history, that can alter the present and can alter the future. Well, I'd already guessed we needed to outsmart the cannons and not let any of them have this this device, but now it's no longer a guess. Apparently it's a certain thing. I I have a cunning plan. Hmm. I want to find, you you remember that, the, the airship, you know, the nice captain. Yep. I was thinking we could wait for her. I was thinking we could wait for her, get on her ship, because she said something about it being able to go far, far away from this planet entirely. Yes. It can go to a different realm, actually. There are two options that are appealing to me very much right now. Number one, get on that ship, go far, far away from here, and never come back. Number two... Number two, and I knew you were going to say that, so that's why number two is here. We get this doodad widget thing, we go onto this ship, and we fuck off somewhere where we can drop it in the deepest, darkest breaches of space. That sounds like a good plan. The only problem is we have to go into that complicated castle to to steal a piece of it, and we still need to play the cannons, until we get all the pieces of the schema. Well, listen, listen, we, 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 don't, we don't need all the pieces, do we? No, we only need one. We only need to break one piece of it to make it not ever work. Can the pieces be reproduced? That's a good question. Press your work, innit? You can um, make an intelligence check with uh, disadvantage using your history, if you like. Twenty-one. No shit. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, you're fairly certain, as you think about it, you're fairly certain that the only way that the missing pieces could be reproduced is if you reproduce them. 
Right. So we take the we take the one piece that we can get our mitts on, and we take Cressima and we dump them both on an asteroid somewhere. Yeah, no. but I'm afraid that they're like a puzzle. So yeah, if the puzzle if, piece is missing, you'll if, never know. It's a little dog. You know, there's always if just one puzzle piece is missing, you'll still figure it out. No, yeah. So we need at least two. How many pieces of this were there again? Four. And we already handed one. We gave one of them to the Kenneth, yes. So we yeah, need we at least. We, we need, need three to be sure. We need three to be sure. Well, wait we... a minute. There's a third option I hadn't considered until just now. Which is? We get all the pieces and build it ourselves. <laughs> No, obviously not. Yeah, but we might accidentally rewrite the elven race into sentient slugs, so that might be unpleasant. <laughs> I, got the, I got the distinct impression, based on Kresimar's abandoning of his entire personality, becoming a fake being, and shattering this device in multiple places, that it didn't exactly work quite as he intended. <laughs> so uh, maybe assembling it would be a terrible idea. All right, so we, we get the bits and we drop them off into deep space. Problem solved. I've heard worse plans. I don't know why yeah. you didn't do that in the first place, Chris. Mark. Hmm, that's a no very idea. <laughs> well, some. Go on. Go on. Maybe the orcs bribed me. He said, we don't want to be peaceful. We like it how we are now. We were, so the orcs came to you and said, we want <laughs> bastards. We want you to change us into a shower of bastards so we can rampage across the face of this planet being just jackasses to everyone. While that's probably not outside the realm of possibility, I don't recall you ever confiding that in me, Kresmar. <laughs> Well, on uh, that, what's that? It was just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, as you guys ponder the possibilities of your plan, um, I'm going to go ahead and take our quick tech break. We're going to take okay. a moment, step away, hit the restroom, um, handle our biological and technological needs, and we'll be right back uh, as soon as we're done. So uh, if you're watching live, don't go anywhere. If you're watching in the archives, I'll have a nice little link where you can skip ahead. Um, and maybe when we come back, I'll be less twitchy. <laughs> oh, you do it again. You do it again. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're voting in shape. I'm not even looking. I don't want to see that twitching. <laughs> so, I apologize again for the tech issue there. I'll see if I can get it sorted during the break. We will be back momentarily. Okay, we are back. Thank you for hanging out. Um, welcome back. We're ready to dive back in. So we had just been going over um, the ramifications, or potential ramifications of the device. Um, you guys are sitting in Anu's room, and uh, Alessa is with you, as well as the Assembled. I so can summarize this in one sentence. We're royally screwed. <laughs> one, one might take that away from this. Maybe. Sorry. So, yeah. um, what would you guys like to do? I know there was some discussion of, of the plan. 
Well, we need to get three pieces of this shit <laughs> yeah. and uh, drop them into space. The good news is we know where two pieces are. Right. One of them is with the house cannot hear. Uh, the other one is back in Sharn. Also. So, yeah, but at least we know where it is. If, if we could find the third piece, get that without the cannons knowing, then steal the second piece and somehow manage to steal the first one. Oh boy, that sounds. Well, here's my question. Hmm. We can't be the only people they've hired. No. So it's got to, it's going to be a race. Yeah, honestly, our best bet would be Chris but and Martin. They already have three pieces, and this is the last one. Well, it's in a impenetrable castle for now, so I think our best bet would still be Chris Amar getting his memories back because at least we'd know where he dropped the thing is. That would be step one, yeah. Well, if you wish to go to Argonus, and I will, I will accompany you, um, and I will try to shield you from the uh, more wrathful dragons that may have some issue with your ruse, Grasmar. But unless there's a wizard here of of significant enough power to unwork that spell. Do we know of anyone like that? Off the top of your head, probably not. I mean, you could, you might be able to find some back at the university. Uh, there in could Sharn. be in Sharn. There could be uh, some here that you could draw from. I mean, there are, there are very few magic oriented factions that wouldn't be interested in having their fingers in this particular pie, you know what I mean? A chance to dig around in a dragon's mind. But that also presents the difficulty of... Can okay, I do it? What's that? Can I do it? Undo the, the spell? Yeah, myself. You don't currently have strong enough magic, I don't think. You, you, do you have a uh, counterspell? Or not counterspell, I'm sorry. Uh... Uh, what's the spell I'm looking for? Dispel magic. That's going to be a pretty massive dispel magic. Right. I can about, probably get it at some point. How about my How about my lady friend whose name I can't remember because I'm a pig. <laughs> oh, Miley. Yeah, her. I mean, you I mean, we could talk to her. She's the pretty powerful magician herself. You will, she will some kick-ass magic. She might know someone. You can certainly ask her, yeah. She's probably, at this point, she's like five days out from being back from Athens. Can we reach her through the no. sending room yet? No. No, because so we... remember you tried that and you got the, the this call cannot be completed as dialed because she's... <laughs> yeah, but I was hoping she's within range now. Um, <laughs> How long? The subspace transponder is non-functional. 
my question is, uh, would that waiting for her be faster than going all the way to the potentially eventual dragons? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for a dispel magic scroll. You could hunt around for a dispel magic scroll for sure. Um, there are, yeah, Argonessen is on the other side of the planet. So it would take. So, either you... way, I mean, do we have any other method of transportation? We still have to wait for her, right? Well, I mean, theoretically. Uh, we can fly. You can fly, yeah. Because oh, you're a dragon! It just hit Arno that he's in a room with two dragons and he's worrying about transportation and he's feeling kind of stupid. <laughs> Dude, we could fly. I mean, but that... the point is, the point is, even flying uh, there, they might not agree to help us because they're pissed off at Cresimar here. So. There are a number of. Uh ways we could try to tackle it and all of them are going to come with their certain risks um we could theoretically travel to zolaren and try to reconstruct his mind uh perhaps we could enlist the aid of, of a mind flayer but i might have no. <laughs> I'm just I'm just spitballing ideas. If we had a, a mind flare, hey. they could theoretically reconstruct his mind. Oh yeah, by removing it and cutting it into tiny little bite-sized chunks. Right, but then when they spit it back into his head, it would be back in order. I'm just putting ideas out there. Spitballing as it were. I'm not sure I like squid. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Calamari. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could we could look for scrolls. We could try to. I mean, it's possible that some of the uh, giant civilizations right here on Zandarik would have access to significant enough magic to to pull this off. The giants who we've just heard some concerning news about those giants. Well, I mean, there's a number of giant settlements okay. throughout the continent. What concerning news did you hear? Wasn't there an uprising something? Oh, yeah. the, I, I didn't get the paper. I, I, can, I didn't get the paper either, but I heard the man shouting about it out on the street. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a moment. I'll go get a copy of the paper and see what's going on with the giants. She hops <laughs> up and walks out. All right. Quick, now's a chance. To what? Run. Why? <laughs> I haven't finished my food. <laughs> Why would we run? Do you actually... <laughs> Look, Gurrius, do you actually think there's a place in this world where the Kenneths wouldn't find us? Either way, we can't run yet. Worst case, we need... My, the chick. Did you miss the part of my plan where I said we'd get in a fucking spaceship? We still have to wait for the stupid spaceship. Yeah, and all through that time, we run. Where? It's coming here. Yeah, well, so we nip about and go all over the place, and we come back in five days. We go, hi, nice to see you again. Can we please fuck off someplace else? <laughs> you want to run through the 
area where grass could literally kill you. Oh yeah. Right. I'm look, I was born and raised in, in a brothel in a city. You could fill a book with what I don't know about dangers <laughs> in the wilderness. I play the fucking guitar. So you'll have to forgive me if I forget from time to time that there's dangerous shit in the woods. Dude, you're a pretty powerful bard. We dealt with a lot of shit so far. Stop running. We'll figure it out. We always do. <laughs> you have a lot of faith. Uh, well, I, I have to. I mean, I'm supposed to be a hero of the people and become king. Like, if I run every time there's trouble, what kind of king am I going to be? A live one? Well, the live ones that took this road are now dying for a fucking disease I have to find a cure for, so that I paid off. suppose it did, didn't it? Mm. Well... She walks back in with a copy of the Chronicle under her arm. Oh, hello, darling. Found one, did you? She sets it down. <laughs> um, the headline about the giants uh, indicates that there's a group of frost giants who have been making attacks on Giant Hold. Now, giant Hold is a settlement... Um, probably about 20 miles inland from Stormreach that is allied with Stormreach. So these are giants that people, um, that by and large the humanoid races at least have cordial relations with, if not buddy-buddy relations. Um, but these frost giants seem to be unaligned and seem to be on the move and seem to be attacking uh, not only giant hold, but caravans moving back and forth between Giant Hold and Stormwatch. Let me guess, those are the giants we needed? She says, and the closest to us. She, oh, she says, I mean, Giant Hold would be a good place to go. There are giants of every cast there. I still think right now our best bet is to wait for Miley, because uh, she at least seems to be on our side. She's not dead set on killing us or getting revenge for whatever tricks Cressomar played on her. And she's kind of afraid of Cressomar, so maybe she'll help us just to stay alive. Oh, by the way, she knows Cressomar is a dragon. She told me. Wait, Miley. Mm, elf. That Aladrin tart. Hey. She sort of side-eyes at Cressamar for a second. <laughs> she sort of what? Like, okay, I think there's uh, a spell hey. magic scroll somewhere <laughs> in another room. In another room. Is that going for now? Dragon lady, I, I like you and stuff, but I'm kind of sleeping with her now, so let's pretend like we're nice. To her. Oh, she's not, she's not after she's not after Chrisomar, so easy on the jealousy. Yeah, not this time. Okay, so let's uh... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I was just wondering in his head how good in bed Chris works <laughs> and whether he should tap that himself. Right. <laughs> Weighing his options. Um, were you going to try to get up and leave, you said, Kresmar? Or, or were you just saying there's, <laughs> that you're sure it's He just said that button on the spot him. Uh, All right. So, uh, okay, I say plan A should be try to find the dispel magic scroll. There should be one in this entire city, right? Yeah. Certainly. Uh, we I'm fine with that. We have someone who can cast it. If you can't find a scroll, you can probably find someone who can cast it, but... Whether or not we can pay that person's fee is anybody's guess. Well, I was promised all the resources at my disposal, so I should just send the message to that Tux guy or girl, yeah. whatever she is, and ask for the funds. If they want me, my help, they should finance it as they promised. The funds yeah. probably shouldn't be an issue. Um... I mean, they said they pay for everything, so... I don't know a whole lot about dispel magic and these high-level spell effects, but it sounds like what you're describing. This mind wipe, what's it, was a pretty significant chunk of magic, wasn't it? Yep. Yes. So if someone's going someone's gonna to reverse the effect, that's got to be a pretty mighty spellcaster, won't it? It will. Uh, there's it's also, quite... and the other option is if if you reached out to the Kalistar. But again, keeping in mind that short, unless you if you buy a scroll, we can just cast off of the scroll and we can just handle it. Um, we don't have to bring anyone else in. We don't have to explain why we need the scroll to a scroll vendor. Um, yeah. If we try to speak to like a Kalistar, those are the only other people I could think of who have the power on hand to be able to undo this theoretically. And they're going to want to know why. Most likely. Mm. If, and if, even if not, I don't know what sort of information a psionic would find while digging around inside of his head. Uh, I have an idea. Why oh, don't... no, we're going back to the squid thing, aren't we? No. Well, uh, no, the Kalistar, why, which are not... why don't Why don't we use the underbelly underworld contacts in, that we have like Shaughnessy to find like a black market scroll that we can buy without any questions asked. Well, as expensive as an item like that would be in a standard market, it's going to be that much more if we purchased it illegally. Do we care if the throne of Sair pays for it? Oh, uh, wait, I have like Part your soul books from the cleanups on magic. Yeah, what? Room. I have a boatload of books from the cleanups on magic. Right. Maybe there's a spell in one of them. Even if there is, we'd need someone who can cast it. I can cast it. I can cast it. Here we go. Okay. But whether or not it's going to have any effect is beyond me. That's a, that's a pretty powerful thing. Worst uh, case, we can use Miley and her all-powerful ship that draws magic from other realms to cast it. Well, no, it draws magic from the person on the captain chair. 
Well, if you guys want to start digging through and see if there's a, a copy of Dispel Magic in those books, you're welcome to do so. Well, we should. I mean, if we have, we we already have the spell, then why bother? You always try it. Right. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, why don't each of you give me an intelligence and history check? <laughs> history, right? Yep. Okay. Seven for me. Oh. Twenty-five. Excellent. That's what Good happens when you crit the check. It's badass. Um, it's two in one session. I'm fucked for the rest of the day now. Yeah, you're screwed. Like for the rest of the campaign, it's gonna be all. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, you guys are looking through for about an hour, doing research. Uh, when you do come across a copy of Dispel Magic in the notes, Gurius. Okay. And because you've done so well, in fact, uh, you're actually able to um, reasonably well translate the uh, sort of development notes along the side of where the spell is scribed in here. Okay. So you're able to, if you if you can access the various material components and the tinkers tools uh, that are used in sort of this schematic that is written out, uh, you will be able to make the necessary roll once the spell is cast with advantage. Okay, but without those things, naked roll. What's that? You went really quiet, and Alina got really loud for a second. Without the without oh, the tinkers tools and the material components and all that, it would be a naked roll, not with advantage. That's correct. Okay. Well, I guess we need to find a bunch of shit then. So, what what material components do we need? Uh, it's largely like sprockets, gears, um, a small uh, matrix that's made out of mithril that you can pick up probably at a local shop. Uh, everything that's there looks like it's probably about 300 gold pieces worth of, of components that should be in a city relatively easy to get a hold of. Do we have money for that if we pull our resources? No, I've got plenty. I've got enough on my own to cover that. I've got like 147. No, I've, even after buying a bunch of shit, I still have a bunch left over. Oh, okay. So, I have 98 gold. Wow. <laughs> okay. It, see, this is how you sleep with the cook. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess let's just go and start gathering shit. All right, so you guys are going to step out uh, all together to go shopping, or is anybody think, staying behind? I think it's better for us to go together, seeing how we don't know who wants what from us in the city. Yeah. And we still have some paste of goblins that we didn't meet with. Okay. Are you going to ask uh, uh, Alessa to join you? Or are you yes, I think yes. <laughs> okay. I think that would be wonderful. Yeah, I think two dragons in a battle would, would be lovely. Turn off, Alexa. <laughs> I should have probably had a different NPC name. Um, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, 
So you all and uh, Cressmar's lovely lady dragon friend um, <laughs> head down to the uh, Stormreach Market. Um, as you're walking through, uh, the marketplace is massive. Uh, it's larger than any market that you've seen even in Sharn. It's probably about a half mile end to end. Of just various tents and vendors and uh, it's just just completely crowded at this time of day now we're looking at about two hours past high sun so yeah I mean, this is prime business um, everybody's kind of you know bumping into each other hustle and bustling um, why don't each of you uh, go ahead and give me a perception check real quick if you don't mind Six. Told you that was was, was going to happen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, Let's see. As you're walking along, uh, let me just make a check here real quick. Okay. Everything's so pretty. Chris, Mar, you and Anu notice a young-looking halfling sort of make a move for uh, Gurius's purse. Oh, not again. Don't you take my purse, it matches my shoes. <laughs> as, you're, as you're moving <laughs> along. Uh, the halfling doesn't seem to notice that you have noticed it. Um, and can Alessa like definitely doesn't him? seem to notice. Can I like just grab the back of his shirt and pull him back from the purse? Uh, sure, go ahead and make a uh, strength athletics check. Oh, strength, the one I'm good at. Or not athletics, I'm sorry. Yeah, athletics. Athletics. Yep, strength, strength athletics. 12. <laughs> yeah, 12. 12, and I had the plus 8. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can I replace her role? Uh, yeah, you've got yeah. your 2, right? I can give her a 10, plus 8, 18. Okay, that okay, works. Beautiful. Um, yeah, you snag the the halfling up by the scruff of his neck. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Any reason you were going for his purse specifically? Because uh, uh, I was whose purse? Money. Oh, yours. Um, not specifically. Hmm. Really. Nobody put you up to this. No, no, no. Just don't. Just look, look. I'll give you. I'll give you two platinum to let me go. Oh, nice. Um, do I know if he's telling the truth? Because you know the truth would be worth more than two platinum. Oh, uh, you make an insight check. Hold him upside down and shake him. Ah. Sounds like a good plan. Wow, sixteen. Um. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he's legitimately frightened of you. He's not used to getting uh, snagged up. Uh, you think that he must have took Gurius for a very easy mark, and now he doesn't know what to do. Uh, so Hold he him upside down and shake him. I'll take that platinum now. Thank you. And, and all the information I can squeeze out of you. He pulls out 
his purse and pulls two platinum and shakily hands them over to you. I flip them to Gurius and say, and say here for what we need to buy. Huh. <laughs> You're asking him for what, I'm sorry? Whatever information, who he is, whatever. Whatever uh, I can squeeze out of him. Uh, he says- Because he seems scared, he might say a lot. Yeah, Shake him like a little dog in Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> He says, my, my, "My name is Marcus, and 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 I'm just, uh, I'm just a little thief." Yeah, basically, uh, I, I'm just a poor kid. I steal so that I'm not poor. And mm -hmm. and are and, you in the thieves' guild? Um, I not yet. I I, I hope to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, because this is the second attempt on our purses in a few days, and it's getting suspicious. Uh, welcome to Stormreach. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. The thickest thieves. Wait. No. Uh, you two, uh, Gurius, specifically you notice uh, uh, two guards walking over um, from probably about a block away. They seem to have spotted what's going on and be heading your direction. Anu, put the put the lad down. Let him go. I put, I put him down and let him run away. All right, he takes off darting. I'm gonna make like I'm trying to grab him again and ah. Oh, <laughs> would you look at that? I made. He got away. He got away. Kind of double time it and push through the crowd and uh, get over to you like 30 seconds later. Um, the guards are. Uh, all wearing uh, sovereign host uh, armor, so it appears to you that the 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 city guard here, or at least this contingent of it, are also paladins of the sovereign host. I'm not scared at all. They they're gonna smell the dragon on us. Yeah, they, they run over. Did you see where that boy went? No, officer. Sorry, we tried to we tried to restrain him, but he was kind of slick and fast. Right off. Anything no missing? Blast. Are you are you are you wounded? No, no we cut no. him before we got him before he had the chance to make a move on our purses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right then. Stay safe. Thank As you. always. They kind of head off in the general direction. The boy ran. Well, I hope I hope we bought ourselves a favor from that kid and not him leaking information to whoever's keeping an eye on us in the city. That would be that would be why I wanted to let him go. Mm, same. Um, also, we got the platinum out of it. Yeah, we're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis, remind me, you said about magic items. We can buy them. You can buy them, yes. Um, how much are rare? Uh, well, it's going to depend on exactly what you're buying and where you're going for it. Um, well, I had this idea of taking, what is it called in 5e? It used to be called the Necklace of Missiles. It's Necklace of Fireballs now, isn't it? Yes. I had this idea of buying one of those and affixing the little baubles to the end of some of my hand crossbow bolts. Oh, okay. And I realize that will cost me extra because I'll have to find an artificer to do that. But yeah. the idea of, you know, high explosive rounds appeals to me. I like it. So um, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep an eye out for that stuff while we're looking for the other stuff. 
Uh, sure, you can find, uh, like I said, there's vendors of all sorts here. Uh, if you skip the haggling, it probably takes you about an hour to assemble all of the um, components that you'll need for the spell. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so if you just kind of walk in and give people asking price, it's going gonna, it's gonna to run you 300 gold and it's going to take you about an hour. Um, it would take long, but save us some money if we haggle. And I'm wondering if it, if it isn't like throwing a great big red flag up. That we don't haggle. Yeah, I mean, is haggling a thing that is common here in Stormreach? I don't. I wouldn't know because Gurius is not from around here. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can make. A, why don't you make an insight check? Actually, as you're just as you're making your first purchase. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Uh, it seems to you as you're dealing with this vendor in particular, as you're as you're picking up the mithril, um, and you're sort of just paying attention as you're walking around as well. Uh, at the various interactions, it seems to be more vendor by vendor uh, whether or not you're witnessing any haggling at all. Okay. Uh, you can also see that some vendors just seem to be offended by a haggle, um, whereas others seem to be like there's no there doesn't seem to be an overarching morality regarding haggling here. Okay. It's very because the place is so cosmopolitan. That's the right. other thing that strikes you as you're sort of really starting to take it in, is there are races here you've never seen. There are there are creatures that you would have normally associated with being um, violent and savage that are running booths here. Like you see uh, a weapons shop that's set up that seems to be mainly like um, spears and pole arms, things along those lines, that's run by a knoll. And the knoll is dressed in, you know, common clothes, nothing too fancy, but is dressed in, in humanoid clothing and is speaking to his customers, albeit in an accent, in common. Hmm. So it's that level of, of sort of a melting pot happening here. That's weird. Yeah, so it's it's hard to say. Um, you you do notice that nobody has like turned anyone away for not haggling. You All know right. what I mean? So like, if you just walk in and you're like, I just need to get my business done, you might insult a vendor or two, but it's but it won't right. it won't stick. Not, not going to draw not going to draw attention to us, right? Yeah, as really... you know, hopeless rubes that need to be robbed. Right. Right. Okay. Then, yeah, let's just buy the stuff. How much do I need to take off? It'll be 300 gold. 300. And, um, and you said you wanted to try to purchase the necklace. Yeah, if I can afford it. While you're out and about. So, um, and that's a very rare? No, just rare. Just rare. Okay. Um, you do see a couple of magic item vendors. Um, are you just kind of going to ask around who's yeah, got this necklace? Off, you know, here's what I'm looking for. Do you got, if so, how much? Okay. Uh, you step into uh, the first tent, and you it catches your eye because you see so much jewelry. Uh, this appears mm -hmm. to be a all-jewelry vendor. Shard is already mesmerized. All right. And, and trying to remind himself we don't have that much money right now. 
Alright. Uh, and it is a Warforged that is behind the uh, behind the counter at this at this shop. I'm going to say, hey, wait a minute. I think I I, I can solve our money problems and I pull out that goblin thief necklace that I thought was invaluable from eight sessions ago or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I critically missed. Yeah, you pull out this like... <laughs> My appraisal check. Yeah, you pull out this like junk necklace. The, the, the Warforged leans in and looks at it and says, um... <laughs> Sir, I regret to inform you, you have been uh, duped if anyone told you that this was of value. Come on, man. These are, these are goblin teeth. Look at that. It looks intact. This, this, this goblin. <laughs> Do you have any cavities or nothing? Uh, <laughs> Sir, I can give you two copper for this. Take it. I'm going... <laughs> Or one copper and trade. With the, with the Warforged vendor and going to say free. <laughs> he reaches under his counter and slowly drops three copper in your hand. <laughs> Pleasure. I'm going to walk away pretending I was completely smooth. <laughs> and I had intended that. <laughs> He says, pleasure doing business and like tosses Same. it in a box. <laughs> I know we lean into Gurdias and go like, do you really need this magic item? Because this jewelry just would really suit my nerves and all the stress you guys have put me through. Uh, I would like to, yeah, I mean, if he's got one, I want, the, I want it. Okay, fine. Let's see. How much That's money for, do you still have? For a good price. Well, I need to know what the price is first. Says, uh, I'll pitch in, you were seeing how you a necklace of fireballs. Yeah. If you have one, if so, how much? Well, I have three in stock. Right. Uh one of them is fully loaded, uh completely ready to go. Uh as as nice as the day it was forged. Alright. That one's going to run four thousand gold. Pew. Okay. Okay. I have a second one that is it's got a few of its uses expended. Now because it's not in pristine condition, um I can let that one go for two thousand. And the last? Well, the last one carries a full load. Unfortunately, uh, it is of disreputable manufacture. Mm. There is a side effect to it. Go on. Um, it has a curse <laughs> that when you fire one of the fireballs from it. Uh, there is a heightened awareness of you 
to hostile parties in the area. Effectively, what it does is it draws all of the fire and attention at you. Mm. However, if that's not something that you're particularly concerned about, I can let that one go for, say, 750 gold. Mm. No, I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful discount. I'm afraid that's just not, it's just not going to do. Very well. I do appreciate it, though. Nah, it's a bit too salty for my blood for the other ones, too, I'm afraid. Well, um, I may have something else that might be of, of an interest to you. It's not quite as uh, potent, but let's see. I do have a... I do have a wand. Go on. Uh, this wand can generate fire. It's a, it's a fireball wand. Doesn't have quite as many uses, uh, but as long as you don't tap it out, it will, it will recharge. And I can let that one go for, shall we say, 800? Hmm. Let me think. It's not as useful to me as the other one, as the necklace would have been. Um, Why don't you just save up and get the necklace later? What, uh, are you looking for something that, uh, I guess, what, what, are you looking for innocuous? Or are you looking for... Well, uh, let's, let's, let me think, let me think. Sure. Because I think I can make this work. But it's going to be a trial to make it work. Well, I do take trade as well. Such as? If you have any other, I, I mean, I principally I deal in jewelry, but if you have any other items uh, that maybe you're carrying some enchantments, I could certainly be persuaded to uh, possibly come down on my price. Hmm. Anu is like protectively hugging his jewelry to himself. <laughs> and hoping, and hoping, and hoping Garius doesn't turn on him. It's no, fair. I can't, can't sell your stuff. And I don't really have anything I wish to part with. I mean, I could maybe part with a ruby from my hair. No, you know, I'll tell you what. Tell you what. I think I could make it work. You see, it's going to be such a trial to make it work. It's, it's hard for me to, to go much more than, than 600 gold on it. On the... On the wand. On the wand? Yeah. It's, I've got a very specific thing in mind to do with this. I see what and it's going to take... Using a wand is going to increase my other expenses. I see, I see. Um, is there anything about the design that you're willing to share? Maybe I can uh, point you a little better in a better direction. Well, unfortunately, it's it's a bit of a top secret thing, you see. It's not mine to share. Understood. You know what you might want to do is mm. uh, go talk to Artificer Maximilian. He's uh, up about 
quarter mile, and his booth will be on your left. Um, he's a gnome artificer. Uh, if, if you're interested in getting somebody in on ground floor enchantment, he's the guy you're going to want to talk to. Out of character now. Gnomes. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we were running away from them. The gnome, gnomish butt spring. That's exactly... <laughs> Well, shit, that didn't go according to plan. All right, I'll take a look at, uh, what did you say his name was? Artificer? Maximilian. Maximilian. Let me just make a note of that. And um, I shall go and speak to him. Right. Sorry to trouble you. No, it's no trouble at all. Do have a nice day. You as well. Um, is I'm just hoping I'm going to come down off that number. Is Anu going to pick up any of the jewelry while, while he's there? Oh, he's going to restrain himself. All right. You guys uh, make your way over to Maximilian's shop. While they're doing that, Cresmar, are you staying nearby or were you wandering off? Well, I'll, I'll stick with them and I'm telling uh, Kalesa about our travels so far. Okay. And showing off the cobalt trinkets that they gave me when I saved them. <laughs> very good. She's uh, she's very engaged listening uh, to you talk. Um, and yes, and the, the, this fine goblin wine I got from the source. Jesus. <laughs> she seems almost like enchanted as you're speaking. Um, oh my god, the girl got it bad. Very, very, very wrapped up in what you're saying. Um, hanging on every word. Uh, you guys make your way over to Maximilian's shop with no, with little to no uh, incident. And when you do, his is also a tent. There's also a, like a, a, basically like a folding table laid out. Uh, behind this table, however, is a very large contraption. It's probably about 15 feet high. It's actually pushing the tent up in the back. And it's got various ladders and step stools surrounding it. It's sort of like almost like a, a bowl type shape. And then there are various protrusions sticking out pipes and some pipes that run out under the tent and are spitting steam into the air. And he's just like swinging around on this thing, like crawling all over it. Um, he's got a safety harness on and it's tied to a loop that's up to the top of it and occasionally he'll just like as you walk up like he lets go of the side and swings over to the other side of the machine and <laughs> grabs on and starts ratcheting something over there uh, pardon me he looks over his shoulder oh oh a customer he slaps his chest and falls out of the harness and lands on the ground climbs over oh wow what can i do for you maximilian i presume that's the name Good afternoon, sir. I am in search of a thing, and um, I have many, and I make others. The chapters uh, back over there sent us to you because I've I've an idea for a device that throws fire at people. Ooh, I am a fan. What, what? All right. What are we? What are we talking? He like sits down like lotus on the on the uh, table. Hey, okay. we, you've got two living ones right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm trying to keep up. 
Um, some of us need, you know, devices to help. Um, I'll, I'll pull out my hand crossbow and the little wallet, like cigarette case of hand crossbow bolts and open that case. See, I've got these, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'd like to do, the idea I had was to take the little baubles from a necklace of fireballs and stick them on the end mm. so that when they hit something, they blow up. I like the way you think. The trouble is, your man back down the way, he only had three necklaces. Because I figured I'd find buy the necklace separate, take it to a chap like you and have him strap them on. But, number one, his uh, prices for the necklaces were a little, mm, shall we say, outside the wrong what I can handle. A little, so, on the, little on the steep side? Yeah, slightly. Yeah, yeah well. Spendy is the word I would use. Well, and you're talking, so are you looking at that level of destruction? That's the highest level of destruction that my purse can take is what I'm looking for. Okay, does it need to be fire? No, no. Hmm. Could be force, could be lightning, could be thunder. Uh, you have thoughts on cold? That could work. Alrighty. I think I might have just the thing. He uh, <clears throat> climbs down, goes under his table. You hear a bunch of rattling around and shuffling. Something breaks that's probably glass. Um, he goes, oh, damn it. Comes back, up, uh, <laughs> comes back up with a wooden box. It's probably about yay big, so he's holding it about like so. Um, right. And he sets it down, pops it open, and you see... Um, Ten, what look like very small icicles. You intrigue me. He says, well, these are normally designed to be uh, blow dart loaded. All right. right, The idea being is that when it impacts, it lets out a sleet storm. Hmm. Intriguing. You may be able to make the modifications, or I could make the modifications to your bolts you described with this, and these are going to be a far less pricey option. I can let these go for you 75 gold per round. Or. And if, if you make the modifications? I would probably need to. I would probably want to go 80 installed per round. 80 installed. And how, how many more are there? I'm sorry. He's got 10 in the in the case. Hmm. I'm not typing, by the way. That's not me. That's probably me. Yep, yep. That, was, that, that one was Bob. <laughs> I'm thinking. And I need the help to do the math. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Let's make this happen. Good. Uh, how soon do you need them? How soon can you get them? Uh, I think you can be here by, say, sundown. Yep. That fast. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else cooking. Can do. All right. I'll have them ready for you. He puts his hand out for the bolts. Right. Snap the case shut, hand it to him. All right. 
He tosses the bolts in their case, shoves the box, and tosses that in this big machine of his, and starts running around and pulling levers. <laughs> right, well, um, toodle you back at sundown. All right. I'm, going to, I'm going to walk as fast, as fast as I can, as nonchalantly as I can, trying to balance the nonchalant and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so, what? Why are you so terrified of goblins? No, not goblins. Gnomes. 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 Sorry, gnomes. Yeah. Gnomes. Gnomes. Because they like to build things, and when they fuck up, which is often, the things they're building blow sky high. Oh. Okay, true. Wherever you find a crater that's in the ground that's smoking, look around for bits of gnome. <laughs> landscape. Okay, true. True enough. So on that note, I would assume you guys are getting ready to head back to the uh, inn to cast this Dispel Magic? Yep. Yeah, we've got everything we need. I need to mark off pretty much all of my money now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys return to the end and make your preparations for your ritual. And that's where we'll pick up next week. <laughs> oh, <welcome. laughs> As uh, it is now like, you know, seven to seven to noon. So um, questions, comments, complaints, concerns. I missed you guys, and it's so awesome to be able to play again. <laughs> I have to share this because Travis knows and uh, Mike knows, but I mean, I, I think Bob knows too, but I did convert Tanui to a book character because the break was too long, so. Yeah. Yeah. You did the what now? I'm sorry? I turned him into a book character. He's like part of my, the book I'm currently working on. Yeah, she inserted Anu into one of her uh so, I mean, I, sh I shared that. You clicked like. I assumed you, re you read it. <laughs> it's, listen, you could. It, my mind is like a steel trap. It's <laughs> open and illegal in about thirteen different, thirty different. <laughs> so it, there are many things that I click like on and then vaporize any, yeah. any memory of it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. At least you like them. Mike ignores oh, yeah. them, so it's, a great it's fine. Idea. Yeah, um, I yeah, I had to, I had to alter his personality a bit. I mean, I kept what Anu is, but that's what what he sh what he shows the world. He's kind of deeper and less of an asshole and less of a selfish prick on the inside. But yes, I made him such an important character. He became the protagonist's love interest. Well, nice. that's beautiful. I look forward to reading that. Keep us posted <laughs> on yeah. on what book that's that winds up. Uh, in. Let us know uh, when that's that, out. That's in Flight of the Eagle, which is the second book in Warriors of Vis. So. Oh, sweet. Well, now I have to read the first book, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. um, and on that note, uh, so uh, real quick round robin. Um, Alina, yes. do you have anything out that you need to promote? Yes. Yes, actually, on Monday? Monday it was? I think it was Monday. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just... I just released a book. It's called Gaming and IRL Boss Fights, and the protagonist is a gamer who is popular on YouTube and Twitch. Beautiful. Because why not? So um, yeah, maybe you should check that out. And that's up on your I'm Amazon really page? proud of it. Yeah, that's, that's up on Amazon right now, and the paperback will come in a couple of weeks as well. Beautiful. So yeah, hit awesome. Alina's link in the, in the doobly-doo below. Uh, Bob, what do you got that's new? I just released this morning on the Dungeon Masters Guild, a little thing called Magica Sorella. 
a book of magic. I, I just realized I had a bunch of stuff on my shelf from third edition and and 3.5 of Dungeons and Dragons that had a bunch of spells in it. So I just started converting them to fifth edition. And uh, by the end of it, I realized I had something like 85 spells. Wow. And I thought, why not stick them in a product and put it up on the guild? And it's there. It's under, if you go to DMs Guild and you can search on me, that's RP Davis. Um, a list of my products will come up and Magica Sorella will be there under M. Yeah, and uh, it's at a very attractive price point for that number of spells, by the by. I, I just picked it up this morning. So. Oh, awesome. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'm planning, uh, spoiler alert, I, I do, you may know if you watch this channel, I do daily reviews on the DMs Guild. Um, I'm dedicating like the next week to Bob's stuff. Just because. Yeah. Um, which wanted, I'm Right, I just wanted to make sure that I said so publicly myself before somebody like accused me of nepotism why are you just reviewing your friend's books well because i wanted to for a week um nice so oh. anybody else that's in the review queue i will get to you when i'm done with this week of the, with the week of bob uh, <laughs> <laughs> which i really appreciate because reviews reviews can be tough to come by they can and, be tough to come by you you review honestly and you, you know it, that's what i want i need to know because if there's things i can tweak and fix you'll find them Word. So yeah. well and you know and we've worked together enough now and butted heads enough now we know where each other's uh yeah. you know spots that can use improvement often are so yeah i think it'll, yeah. i think it'll be fun a fun little experiment and it'll be uh yeah, be fun to do and it'll be good for your good for you hopefully and and uh help get the word out about stuff also was there am i misremembering or was there just a change uh with uh the coppers fistful of coppers didn't something just happen with that? No, we were. I tweaked the title a little bit. I thought that's we just hit a new threshold of sales. Maybe I could be wrong. Well, we we went that that's went gone Electrum. Okay. I think. Um, well, there's also the Xanathar's uh, uh, extraordinary vault that you and I were involved in with MT Black. That's gold and climbing, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. that is really cool. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, that, I'm so chuffed to have been a part of that. That's all Super. magic items, and I love magic items. Super cool um, stuff. But yeah, that, that I wasn't even going to plug, because that's at number one in the top ten and has been pretty much since it came out. But um, yeah, yeah, Fistful of Coppers, which is that big, big amalgamation of bestsellers, that just got Electrum, I think, last week. Sweet. So if you haven't, if you if you've been sleeping on that, pick it up. Uh, Fistful of Coppers. It's really good. Um, yeah. I'm super stoked to be involved in that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good to see it uh, going up to Electrum. That's super cool. Uh, yeah. Mike, do you have anything you need to promote this week? Uh, not especially. I'm currently probably working on and off and a lot of projects right now, but. We announced this uh, when we had a talk a week ago, I think, but maybe it, uh, it might be repeating that after uh, the current season of uh, calculated risks is over, I will be switching seats with uh, Travis as GM for a one-off adventure yeah, that so... will be in the Warhammer 40k universe using GURPS. Yeah, so uh, so Mike's gonna sit in the big chair for a little bit and 
Run us a run us a GURPS uh, Warhammer, which is going to be dope. I can't wait. I haven't played GURPS in. <laughs> it's been a long time. Well, and that's the other thing I wanted to touch base. I have another I... cherry to pop, it seems, because I've never played that. So. Well, there you go. We keep but... finding new ones. There's plenty of them. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, be, we'll be popping you for years to come. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I also wanted to mention, uh, speaking of our conversation we had, Mike, uh, in case you missed it, uh, Mike came on, we did a special episode of uh, DMs Guildhall where we just talked, you know, game design and ideas and, and GMing ideas and stuff like that. It was a fun, really fun conversation. Mm-hmm. It was a good chance to catch up while we were down on the downtime because I, I barely got to speak to Alina. I talked to Bob a little bit in text, but... We really yeah. didn't see each other much. I was there for that. I was active yeah. in the chat, and um, Travis noticed me. And then when it was all over, I went to Mike's place, and I was like, uh, "Oh, it was so fun!" And oh, you watched it? Yes, I was in the chat for the entire time. Oh, I forgot <laughs> to check the chat. <laughs> great, Mike. Great. <laughs> it's it's weird when you're in those interview scenarios because you can get. Yeah. It's really easy to get tunnel vision and not pay attention <laughs> yeah, to anything. Else. I know. Um, and then I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about real quick, uh, just a couple things. Um, Extreme Drowis, the uh, all-drow un- underdark adventure uh, that I've been running every other Wednesday. Episode 2 just was this past week. Uh, that's in the Twitch archive. It's up on YouTube, and there will be an MP3 of that, hopefully today, as well as the MP3 of this today. Um, Dungeon Tales number 1 just hit silver oh awesome Um, and that was like last night or this morning so i'm super stoked about that uh i should have some more announcements about dungeon tales very soon uh just gotta sort of coordinate with mt and figure out exactly what's happening with that but um suffice to say we are not done at number one um so there there are more big things coming and other than that everybody who's watched live watching in the archives thank you so much uh, really appreciate the support. Uh, please consider uh, liking the. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like it, subscribe. If you're on Twitch, uh, please be sure to um, follow so you know when we go live. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can sub for free. I, you get one free sub a month. I would love to be your free sub. Um, thank you guys. Uh, thank you at home. And we will see you guys same time next week. Bye. Bye, everybody.